Hey guys, thanks for listening in. This is our third podcast, Boxy, SquawkTraders.com podcast. So at this stage, the podcast is available on Anchor and Spotify. I'm listing the podcast channel on various other services as we go, but that's where we're at at the moment. So as you know, those of you that listen, and we will be covering economic overviews, news, equities, brushing up on this uh, situation that we have with the, the health situation in the, in the, in the countries and in, in the world. Commodities, forex, cryptos, AI. And uh, as you saw yesterday, sometimes interviews with awesome people. Yesterday we had a really cool interview with Shane Killeen and uh, that was interesting. We'll get to some of that. So uh, just so that no one gets uh, ahead of themselves, the content covered in this uh, podcast is not to be considered as, it, considered as investment advice. Clearly no one English lesson. <laughs> I'm not your financial advisor. These are my, only my personal and speculative opinions, ideas, theories, and hypotheses. Great, now that we've got that out the way. Um, so, like, before we even start, I'm learning as we go here. So, thanks for, for enjoying that experience with me. Last uh, podcast, I learned a lot about... The system lagging. Uh, Shane can be quite excited at the best of time, but what happened when he only slightly started speaking in reciprocation to something I was saying while I was speaking, uh, when the podcast was published, it actually laid those two uh, sound sections over one another. So, yeah, some of it sounded chaotic. But I'm happy with it. I love learning. And part of learning is being able to measure yourself against something, right? So only up from here. <laughs> um, so let's see how this turns out. I just really didn't think that it was worthwhile going and recording mm -hmm. an entire section that was completely natural. I mean, imagine how natural that would have been, starting from the top. Shane, let's take it from the top. Everything we said, we're saying again. I, I wouldn't even be able to remember what I said. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so we'll develop some more structure as we go. So the economic overview at this stage, that's what we'll get to next. Um, I think that's a good thing to get into. So let's hear it for that. So the economic overview. At the moment, the VIX is sitting at a handle of 28. Uh, as you know, the VIX is the fear index, volatility. It was 82 in March, the crash, obviously, extremely high. But uh, 
that's still relatively high according to historical standards. What that shows is that the S&P could uh, have a volatility of 2% a day, up to 2% a day for the next month or the rest of this month. Um, so you've got to take that into account when trading. So obviously the VIX uh, is also showing you a sentiment of risk on or risk off. From what I can see, although the equity markets, S&P, NASDAQ went higher today, they drew back. I think they're in a holding pattern. Um, it seems like there are certainly warning bells ringing. Uh, I can see fragility coming into the market. So uh, I think now's the time just to, to really perhaps stand back. I think the market's a bit hot at the moment, to say the least. Uh, I heard uh, an interview today, an S&P expert predicted more like a, a, l a little retracement back to an S&P value of about two, 2,900 points. Um, the valuations are a bit high. The reason that the S&P has been so resilient is because both it and the NASDAQ are tech heavy these days and techs are doing well. As we said in the last uh, podcast, not necessarily um, showing what's going on in the real economy. So, uh, interesting. Have we reached a stalling point where we're going to have a, just a, a little bit of an equalization and then continue up? Or is this going to be a lot more violent? And is there going to be a proverbial stretch back? You know, I think we overstretched. So, yeah, be interesting to, to hear what you, you all have to say. I, I see that you can message us via this podcast, on Anchor at least. Um, COVID, 18 point, uh, sorry, correction, 11.8 million individuals confirmed infected internationally um, America is certainly struggling to get a grip on uh, the disease Brazil as well I know in my country we've just hit an all-time high in daily uh, daily infections our health department has uncategorically put a statement out saying that we're in the eye of the storm now so yeah, it'll be interesting. I've heard that uh, countries like Sweden, who actually took quite a controversial approach to 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 the lockdown, not really being uh, uh, an avenue that they felt they wanted to take, uh, they seem to be doing okay. So, who knows? Lots of different approaches. The whole world is in a different uh, stage of this virus. It's still going to affect the whole world. The last one out will be the last time we're affected by this globally. Um, so yeah, you could see that today as well in the commodity index. Gold spiked above 1800. It hasn't been that high since 2011. Um, <laughs> I remember buying gold when it was at its highest. But... Uh, well, I wouldn't say thank goodness, but uh, in my defense, the currency of my country was twice as strong. So, so 
I mean, I was back where I started when when gold was at 15, what, 1600, 1500. So at 1800, I'm in the money. Uh, I, I'm, I'm very into gold. Um, I heard something quite interesting from an interview uh, a little while ago where a gold bug was explaining that he just buys up gold jewelry whenever he can when gold's at a favorable price uh, or when he thinks it's going to go much higher because they have put a prohibition on owning gold in the past, especially in crises. And never when that has happened has jewelry ever been affected. It only affects, you know, um, coins, bars, if you're lucky enough to have one. But um, interesting. I'm, I'm trying to hold on to my gold. <laughs> the thing is that uh, when uh, the rest of the cash flow avenues are relatively drier than normal, sometimes you've got to uh, liquidate some of your acorns. So, but I'm hanging on to my gold for now. Anyway, I just, uh, it's you know, it's gone up. You will expect a retrace. I mean, it went higher than 1800 today so it's already retraced a bit but uh you know with the the stage set as it is i don't think it's a bad idea to own gold i know a lot of the central banks of the world are increasing the allocation to gold bullion so but yeah okay i think next we'll go into the forex let's just have a little interlude break So today was a big day for for the UK. The Chancellor was uh, was up. Obviously, Labour is very important, and their debt has reached over one hundred percent GDP. So they're in the biggest slump than they've been for a long time. The UK's main focus seems to be stabilizing debt. So they're kind of, as far as I can see, between the two extreme opposite policies of the United States and the Euro, European community. The United States of America, as you would expect, is ready to get the press printing. They're ready to stimulate. I was listening to a lot of the um, senators today and they seem to be uh, leaning definitely towards tapering down the CARES Act and possibly motivating employers instead of subsidizing employees. Um, I think that's great. As long as people are hiring people. But I mean that's easy. You correlate the incentive. Uh, a lot more of a, a capitalistic approach than a socialist approach. So I'd be interested to know what you, you guys feel about the, that. You know, would you say that a socialist approach would be better? To keep the CARES Act up around the world. Say for example, um, helicopter money for the people. Uh, or would you say that that possibly is counterproductive at some stage? 
Um, the European Union, there's lots of countries. As you know, there's the Frugal Four. They're very conservative. They reckon it's enough's enough, enough stimulus. And uh, the problem is different European countries are dealing with the situation economically in differentiating severe circumstances um, and different degrees of efficiency. So it's always going to be a case to try create one approach to such a diverse continent. Um, it's always going to be interesting. So certainly looks like the Brexit's been put on the back burner. Not forgotten, but certainly not center stage at the moment. I think the UK's got a lot of curveballs. If one thing really goes wrong, I think the the I think cable the the British pound's gonna gonna take a hit. Um, the American dollar's weakening a bit, which is quite quite uh, quite interesting because uh, normally when there's a flight to safety, the euro depreciates. But um, these are interesting times. I don't know if you guys are trading your cryptos. Cryptos, wow. Let's get into the crypto market. So, sure, cryptos, hey. Yesterday, as we said, it was bouncing off the bottom of, the, of a rising support line in a, in a pennant. And uh, that was that was around about uh, what's well, it's been bouncing right down to the eight thousand nine hundred mark as we discussed yesterday, and uh, as an extreme bouncing off the ten four ten five on the top side. So I don't know if you guys have drawn the technical pennant out, but uh, it's almost a perfect symmetrical tenant that you could say started on the first of June. And uh, it is uh, respected the top side and the bottom side at least three or four times of it being touched. So today we saw a pop up and uh, I took a trade long on Bitcoin and I made money. Uh, when it hit the top of that pennant uh, on the, the descending uh, resistance line and uh, that was around about 9460 I cashed out um, I decided that it's likely to respect that line and at the time of recording it has retraced from that line and I've uh, started nibbling back in small um, I, I like to do that I make sure that my money management and my leverage is humble and uh, it just gives me an opportunity to fill my way in love nibbling in I love nibbling in and then make nibbling in on the way down if I'm trading up and uh, you know eventually it finds a bottom and you've nibbled your way down and then I cover my entry point and uh, keep raising my stop loss so that I can take some profit. You know, with with cryptos being so volatile, it'll go from one side to the other side of the court, proverbially speaking. And if you're just holding on forever, you're going to 
you're going to miss miss the party. You've got to trade cryptos both ways. If you want to hodl, no problem. Have a hodl account. Um, but uh, then make damn sure you don't have to pay anything to hold, that, that there's no funding fee. Um, at the moment, if you're going long, there's a funding fee. And for those of you that don't know what a funding fee is, it's what you've got to pay to just hold the trade. But that's for derivatives. Um, and so there you actually want to buy the coin on another exchange. I use Bybit. And uh, nothing like, nothing like the, the great e-trader e -tra platform that I used to use when I worked with fxpro.com. Um, really love the C-Trader platform. Shout out to any of you guys if you actually know it. I'd love to hear from you. Message me. Love that platform. Great charting capabilities. But from here, it has got more reason, Bitcoin, to retrace and go back down to like the 8.9 region, 8.9,000 uh, region. Now that's what it would do if it's continuing on the same trajectory that it's been going on since the 1st of June. If it does break this descending line, we can then expect it to challenge the 9630 level, the 9820 level, and then eventually it's going to come up against another descending uh, resistance line. So I think from what you can hear is it's bumping up as we've discussed. So it's got a lot of resistance above it. And uh, let's see what happens. I've got my trades in either way. I've got an account to short. I've got an account to long, as I said yesterday. So I just massage, massage myself into a better position on both of those accounts. So good luck with that. The alts, I'm loving my alts. I've got an awesome approach to alts. I'll tell you about that next podcast. Making good money there. Some the 10, 5, 10% today. Um, no leverage. Absolutely beautiful. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Um, a little bit more structured, a little bit less loose. <laughs> Stay safe out there, stay healthy, and don't take risks you can't afford to lose. This is Boxy, squawktraders.com, over and out.